Hello and welcome to Wellness Matters. I am Heather Crocio and this is a place where we discuss all things wellness, basically mind, body, and spirit. When we work on all three of these things, that's what creates wholeness. My intention for this podcast is to help you get curious. We are always a work in progress. Getting curious is the first step. So come on and have a listen. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness Matters. I am Heather Crocio, and I am your host throughout this podcast. I'm going to do a solo podcast. I believe I did one last year at this time, too, on kind of my reflections on the year coming to a close. So I'm going to talk about how I tend to do some of my reflections and then also what I want to bring in in 2024. So some might call it manifesting, some might just call it goal setting. I kind of like the word manifesting, so that's kind of what I will talk about. I cannot believe, first of all, that it is the end of 2023. I know everyone says (laughs) the older you get, the more quickly the years, the days, the weeks, the months, they pass by. And I could not agree more with that because I just, where has the time gone? One of the ways that I like to kind of reflect on the year that has passed is (laughs) something that I do because I'm so old school. I know most people now have their calendars synced up to their phones and on their computers and kind of do things electronically, which I am coming around to that. But I still am very old school and I have a calendar that is on my refrigerator and I have a calendar that is on my desk that's physical and I write on it every single day. It keeps me the most organized. I realize that I could have alarms on my phone But for whatever reason, there's some block inside of me that's like, you're not going to remember if you put it in your phone. So I have to physically put it on a calendar. As we're approaching the end of 2023, I now need a new calendar for my refrigerator and my desk. I actually like to do this because it helps me to reflect on the year that has passed. It literally makes me sit and reflect because I take my old calendar and transfer over all the important dates that occur every single year, like birthdays and anniversaries and yeah, pretty much those things. I transfer them over to the new calendar. And by doing that, it forces me to think, oh my gosh, I can't believe my children are now 13 and 15 or I can't believe they're going to be turning 14 and 16. And so it always puts me in this moment of reflection, actually even going through my calendars and looking at past doctor's appointments I may have had or that my family members had. It literally puts me back in that moment on that day, wherever I was, it helps me to keep that log of what took place in an entire year. 
I make fun of myself for writing out a calendar still, but I really do like it because it makes me stop and think about, wow, an entire year has gone by. What actually took place in that year? Another thing that I like to do is I talk about this all the time. I have tons of different journals. I'm a sucker for a pretty cover on a journal. I'll buy it. I have like a dream journal. I have journals that I have where I do automatic writing, which is I kind of just get in like this trance state almost and I write a question and then I just kind of let my soul write for me. It's really cool because when I look back at that, I can actually even see like my handwriting looks different than what it would normally look like. So I have journals for that. I have journals for goal setting and looking ahead. So I'm not saying that you have to be have a billion different journals lying around, but it is helpful <laughs> to look back on the things that you're writing about and in what kind of mood you were in that day. Or, you know, I look back at my dreams and I think, was that significant in some way? And so it's just really neat to have that kind of recording in some way written down and you can reflect on that. Yeah, I transfer over my um, calendars. I look through all of my journals and I also go in my phone a lot and look at old pictures from the previous year. That definitely spurs different memories and being in that place at that time. And it, it helps me to hold on to those memories even more. I look at young kids and they're always looking at their parents' pictures on their phones, especially I look at my nieces and nephews and my kids. They are always going back and looking at different pictures. And you can just see like they have giant smiles on their faces because they're remembering something that was a happy moment. And who doesn't want to have that kind of feeling of happiness and remembering and solidifying those moments? It's great to be there in the present moment. But sometimes when you have those pictures to help reiterate those feelings, I feel like it kind of moves the needle even more in your own growth process in realizing what is important throughout your day, throughout your weeks, throughout your months and throughout your year. I know a lot of people do a lot of reflecting in the year before with lots of questions that you can, you can look up tons of stuff on the internet go into Pinterest or whatever and and find questions that you can journal to. I highly recommend that. I just wanted to come up with a couple ideas for you that are a little bit more tangible and don't necessarily you don't necessarily have to have a lot of time to it because some of these reflection questions they might take a while and there are tons of them. I saw one that was a hundred different questions that you can ask yourself to reflect on your year. And I definitely think it's worth the time to do it. But I just also wanted to give you some smaller ideas on how you can do some reflecting. I just, I think it's really important to do reflection work because it helps you see how far you've come. It's so easy to forget what you were doing last January, last February. It's so easy to forget that. And so if you're doing this reflection work and looking back at those time periods to see your growth process is such a great way to celebrate yourself. One of the things you could do if you wanted to do kind of a writing exercise 
or just like in your mind, think about how much you've changed in not just a year, but maybe two to five years. Think back to where you were, what life was like then, and then celebrate how far you've come because I guarantee you, you are a different person than what you were five years ago. I look back at where I was and it is almost, it's crazy the difference in what I've learned, what I've experienced and what I know now compared to what I did five years ago. And trust me, five years ago, I thought, oh, I know all the things. Mm, No, (laughs) if anything, What I've learned now is that you will never, ever know everything. You'll never know enough. You'll never know everything. You'll never experience enough because that is why we actually came here is to have different experiences all the time and to feel that joy, that spark, and not necessarily always being in that Groundhog's Day mode. So even though that's the one that feels safe, sometimes Dipping our toe in the side of fear is actually very helpful and good for us to remember that we're here and we're alive and we're supposed to have different emotions all the time. Those are some of the things that you can do to kind of look back and reflect on the year that has passed. Another thing you can do, which I think is really cool that you don't necessarily have to write down, but if you could come up with one word to describe 2023, what would that be? So I was kind of thinking about that for myself. In in terms of wellness matters, I would say 2023 was definitely like a building year for me. I know because next time we'll be talking about manifesting, I want to, my that big word for 2024 for me is going to be receiving. And I'll explain that in a second. But if you want to break up your year into smaller categories, like me as a mother, I would say if I had to describe one word for me as a mother, it would be presence. And by that, I mean being in the present moment. I am very, very well aware of the fact that I have two teenagers in my house and that they will not be with me forever. And I'm okay with that because I can't wait to see what they're going to do in their lives when they do leave the nest. But the other caretaking part of me, the mother that wants to protect them and always have them near me, definitely wants time to slow down. So I really, within the last year or two, have definitely come to the realization that time is speeding up and going faster. So I try to be very present when it comes to me as a mother. So in 2023, mothering, my word would be presence. So you can break that up. Like what was 2023 for you as a significant other? What was 2023 for you in your career? What was it in terms of your passion and joy? Yeah, you can totally like split that up. Try to think of what was 2023 in one word for you? Because I think looking at the grand scope of an entire year, you might be surprised what that what that one word is for you. The other thing I wanted to jump on here quickly was to talk about what I want to be bringing in for 2024. And this one's kind of hard for me 
because the main thing that I want to be manifesting into 2024 is the idea of receiving. I'm very good at coming up with ideas to put out into the world, like creating things. What do I want on my website? What do I, do I want to write another book? Do I, what's the topics I want to do for a podcast? What do I want to do with my preschoolers? What do I want to instill in my kids? All these things, I, how to put out, I can do that pretty well. When it comes to receiving, it is a little bit harder for me. And I actually think as a collective, I think it's very hard for all of us to receive. And the reason why that is, is in my opinion, what I have come to learn is that we are all one. And I realize that that might even be, I don't know, triggering for some people, depending on your religion or whatever. But that's what I, down in my core, I fully believe that no person is better than another person. We're all part of the collective. We're all a drop in the ocean, right? We're all ocean water. So if we are all bits and pieces of the universe, of the divine, when one person is receiving, that means that everyone is receiving. So when a tree is receiving water when it's raining outside, the tree isn't going to be like, I only deserve to have five drops of water because I want everybody else around me to receive water as well. That is kind of the notion that we all grow up thinking that it's actually not nice to want to receive. And that's kind of in that scarcity mindset though, that we all kind of tend to live in. No, there's not enough. There's not enough water. There's not enough rain. There's, if you're the plant, right? If you're a human, I only need so much money to get me through and that's all I'm going to receive. And because I want the person down the street to have it because it, we run out and yada, yada. But in reality, in my mind, that is such a false way of being because we are all one. And everyone has the capability and the ability to receive however much they want because everything is infinite. We're not going to run out of money. This person down the street isn't going to run out of money because somebody else down the street was making more money that year. That's what society and we kind of come in to this world thinking that everything is limited. And if somebody's getting more than somebody else, then that's not fair and that's not nice. But in reality, when one person is receiving, then everyone is receiving and then everybody wins. So I'm not sure if I'm explaining this quite the best way, but in my mind, it really makes sense. So hopefully that you're getting a little bit of what I'm trying to say here. What I want to be bringing into 2024 is the ability to receive in a way or allow things to flow into my life without me second guessing it, without me thinking that I have to work my butt off to, to obtain something. Because again, that's another fallacy in my eyes that we have to bust our butts in order to receive. When I look into different forms of spirituality and religion and I guess it's more like spirituality. What I really, what I always come back to and butt up against is the fact that 
we are here to feel joy. Like we're here to feel all the emotions because we're human, but our main reason for being here is to receive, is to receive love and to receive good feelings that help us to grow even farther on our journey. Compassion and like I said, love, abundance, whether it's abundance in relationships or it's abundance in money, whatever it is, we are here to be receivers of that, not be rejecting that because we feel like we have too much guilt around that or where we feel shameful if we ask for these things. That is not why we are here. We are not here to buy into the fact that we are bad people to want more. That's just not, in my opinion, that is not why we are here. We're here to experience, we're here to be in joy. I know all those things logically. My my goal for 2024 is to embody that. It is to, to feel that in my entire system, my mind, my body, my spirit, to know that when something is flowing to me, it was meant to come to me and it's okay to receive that. And the more I start to open up to that, the more receiving I will get. I am hoping, I am trying to manifest into 2024 new people to bring in onto the podcast that will help me grow and help the listeners grow. I'm hoping to manifest people that are like-minded and again, can teach me more about how to receive or how to continue to grow on my journey. When we are open to the flow and receiving, again, it just makes it that much easier to allow for the next thing to come in and the next thing to come in and the next thing to come in. Those are my goals for 2024 or my manifestations. I want to let go of the idea that I have to work double time in order to receive and feel good about that receiving. I don't I don't want to feel that anymore. I don't want to think I'm supposed to be here to just work myself to death and then when I finally do receive something, I don't even have time to celebrate or enjoy it because I'm on to the next thing. I don't I don't want to do it anymore. I want to be more in flow. And then the last thing that I'm hoping to really ma- manifest for 2024 is to continue the the path of being present. I know that that's something that lots of people talk about, but realistically, it's just so hard to stay present. I was just listening to a podcast the other day where the person was saying, "If you, when you wake up in the morning." It takes about four seconds to get into our old patterns, back into our old thinking, back on the on the hamster wheel, four seconds. So when you're waking up in the morning, when I'm waking up in the morning, which I do do this. So for me, I, I've been working so much on when I first wake up, I like to go through a gratitude list already. First thing I've done it now for years, but what am I thinking after that? You know what I mean? I want to continue on that being present, being in the present moment beyond the first five minutes of waking. 
So I'm going to push that needle a little bit farther. And I do have moments throughout my day where I'm consciously telling myself, again, like I just said, when I'm parenting to my two children, I it's not even parenting. I just want to be basking in their presence and remembering the things that they're saying at this time in their lives and what they're doing and and how I feel and how they feel. Trying to be more present is definitely one of those things that is going to be ongoing for me, but I definitely want to start manifesting more of that in 2024. This was my quick little solo episode on my ways to look back on the previous year and see where I've grown, see where maybe I've made mistakes and what I can do better for this year, and then what I'm calling in for 2024. You can do the same thing too, which I've done this for the last couple of years too. I try to think of one word that really I want to encompass for the year ahead. So this past year, my year was, or my word was freedom, I remember. I don't know. I have to really think about that. I'll let you know what my new word is going to be for 2024. But I do like to come up with a word for the year ahead as well. So feel free to do that in your practice as well. Thank you so much for listening to me rant on, on the wrapping up of 2023. And where I'd like to be for 2024. And I'll see you next time.